Welcome back to another episode of Broken Record Ministries. I'm Ronnie. Big Mike's back. How you doing? Brother Bob's back. What's up? Carl's back. Hey, hey. Not so silent Ron's back. Hello. <laughs> and when we have a special guest, Tisha's back. Hello, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, would you like to read our Bible verse for us? Absolutely. I'm reading from the ESV version, and it is Galatians 5, 22 and 23. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things, there is no law. And I'm just going to say, our topic is talking about fruits of the Spirit, but this table, for the last ten minutes, had no self-control. <laughs> no. None. <laughs> well, one half, one side of the table. Yes. <laughs> That's just because they ain't been through it. Fifty <laughs> percent of the table has it all. Yeah, I don't think we're gonna go through it either. No, right? yeah, yeah. we're good. We're good. After, yeah, not after those discussions. <laughs> so I know a couple of weeks ago I had it for a topic for our men's group, but Tisha's had it and diving into each yes fruit of the spirit for her women's group. And so, I know, I can't speak for everybody at the table, but most of the time, for me, when I saw it, I was like, I gotta work on all of these things. There's not just one. Yeah. And so, it's so overwhelming that you end up only going half speed on any of them, or none of them at all. Right. And so, I sent out the text to you guys... Not Tisha, though. <laughs> and I, I said, in. would you guys like to talk about all of them in general? Or pick one that maybe you're trying to work on or that you think you need to work on? Obviously, my text was shorter than that, but you get the point. So, teacher, would you like to start, start us, us off? off? I'm so glad that you're having this discussion because... So, yes, I think what started the whole catalyst was uh, one Sunday, our our pastor basically preached on the fruits of the Spirit and kind of indicated to people, maybe you should think about what you'd li- really like to work on this year for your uh, fruit of the Spirit that you're kind of focusing on. And so a lot of the women in my Bible study group, I think, really started to ponder that. And I said, if you're going to work on it, maybe we should kind of dig into this a little bit deeper and really know as much about it as we can. Because I certainly knew what the fruits of the Spirit were. And if you would have asked me before we really dove into it, if I thought that I understood it, I would have told you, I think I have a pretty good idea. But I realized... I knew the tip of the iceberg on all of these. So you knew the fruits of the Spirit, but unlike your husband, he just knew the song. That is correct. Yes. It took him a it while was... to learn the song. Ronnie, he only learned the song this year. Yeah. <laughs> well, and it was this year during the same sermon that I realized, oh, that song is actually biblical. I would think, great. So she's having a revelation of, of things to work on and things like that. And I'm like, 
I turned to her and I said, oh, I was today years old when I learned that this is actually biblical. And she's like, really? <laughs> we- Thanks, babe. Thanks. <laughs> Don't admit that out loud. Next yeah. Time. yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. You oh, think it's I too late. Or not. He just went. No. He just went worldwide with it. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. You know. So. I, I love when I see him learn things, but yeah, we were in a very different place when when we were pondering the fruits of the spirit. His was. It's not just a song. This is amazing. Yeah. And mine was. <laughs> this is. Awesome. I really need to. It was perfect timing because, and I think this is how God works in our lives, but I really was trying to be aware of the Holy Spirit in my life. So I felt like I've spent a lot of time studying um, God's Word. It never, it's never enough time, but I'm just saying I've been able to dedicate myself to that. And then I've spent a lot of time really trying to understand all that Jesus has done and, and really kind of how to look a little more like Jesus. And so I, I spent a lot of time with that, but I don't think that I was really utilizing. I wasn't really in step with the Holy spirit in my own life. I think certainly this Holy spirit would redirect me and I could identify those moments and things, but I don't think that I was really honing that. And, and I think it took me, getting a little further in my faith walk to really, I think, maybe be able to do that properly. So we studied cultivating the fruits of the Spirit, and we went fruit by fruit. And I will say, if you would have asked my Bible study, when we covered love, love is the first fruit of the Spirit, which I think most people go, love, I I get it. Like, as a Christian, I get love. But even our group said, do we really get love? Because the kind of love they're talking about is not the kind of love that we see in society. The the Hebrew word that describes like all of your Bible translations, when they use that specific word, they might translate it differently in each version of the Bible. And there's three different translations, right? Of the there's, word. Yes. Yes. Um, and sometimes there's word combination translations. So you probably have about six options of how they utilize depending on what version of the Bible you're reading. So it was just interesting to me. For me, what it boils down to is loving kindness. So the love that they're talking about is enduring love. It is steadfast love. Um, and it's hard love. It's, it's love that you do in the hard moments. So, so not ag- at all. Uh, the agape part, right? Yes. But, um, That's the nearest equivalent to the Hebrew concept. Yeah. Yes, yes. So, um, so just trying to kind of get to... What is what does the love really mean, and um, and so we chose to we chose to select loving kindness in in place of regardless of what version we were reading, you know. And so then we would focus on what does this look like? What what examples in the Bible has God given us? What examples in the Bible has Jesus given us specifically? And what examples in the Bible have there been from other Bible stories? So it really. It was really something we could build on, and um, I just feel like when you take that time to to know what that looks like, how how the that fruit of the spirit has um, kind of how I think biblically it was meant to be, it it changes everything. But our first chapter, love, we all were kind of like I think a little overwhelmed almost, and so we studied it and we went through it, and I th- I felt like it was really good. But I'm going to tell you, every fruit of the spirit after that was game changers, just chills and excitement and 
I think most of the women really went away with pieces of that that they wanted to share more than maybe most of the Bible studies we've done. So I think that that's intriguing. I think that it makes you dig into... We had each, before the study started, picked um, a fruit of the Spirit. And I said, I want to know at the end of the book if you feel like that's still your fruit of the Spirit that you want to do. And originally I had picked gentleness because um, anyone who knows me for more than probably 10 minutes knows that I am not... I'm not the softer side of Sears. I am kind of that that in your face. Like I'm, I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna love on you fiercely, but I'm also going to redirect you honestly and quickly. And you know that's just kind of who I am. And I expect the same. So it's not, you know. I think sometimes I've been told, "Hey, you you dish it, but you take it," you know. Mm-hmm. And so I love the redirection as well. If I'm off path. Um, and I respect it. But so gentleness was mine because I do work with a lot of women. I minister to women. And in doing that, I wanted to not alienate certain women because I don't have that gentle approach. There's many women in our church that have this beautifully, your wife is one of them, beautifully gentle approach that can just kind of slide right in like Southern sweet tea. I'm just not that. <laughs> I'm not that at all. <laughs> so <laughs> You're lemonade. I am. Yes, I'm lemonade with a twist, I think. I was going to say, sometimes some spiked lemonade. But you know. <laughs> so so um, it, was, it was really neat because we all picked this fruit of the Spirit. I'm going to speak to mine. Um, mine was gentleness. And... Um, and gentleness for me was, be, it was interesting because as we read gentleness as part of the fruit of the spirit, it was really focusing on to approach gentleness, you have to really let your pride side of you down. Again, a year ago, I would have said, no, I don't, I don't think I'm prideful. Like, I don't have to have a fancy house, fancy cars. Like, I'm just not that person. So I took myself as not prideful wrongfully. Because then the Holy Spirit, when you invite the Holy Spirit in and say, hey, show me what I need to do. Then the Holy Spirit goes, well, guess what? Yeah, I'm going to show you. You do have some issues with pride. And you didn't even know it all this time as a Christian woman. And so I had to tell my husband, like, I think I have some pride issues that I didn't even know about, which makes me feel kind of, I want to say a little bit ashamed. I don't know how else to say it, but um, maybe I was more ashamed that I didn't know. So it was interesting to me that when we got to the chapter of gentleness, that it kind of went hand in hand with kind of setting your pride down. You To be gentle, you come humbly. And, and that's part of the gentleness of of the fruit of the spirit. And it's, it looks so much more like Jesus. So it was just another one of those opportunities to say, okay, I, I get it because this was an area I was already working on. I picked gentleness just randomly thinking that I'm not the most gentle person. And also just sometimes when I could even identify times that I maybe spoke to someone and I could have been more gentle in my approach. What I was saying wasn't necessarily wrong, but sometimes how you say it. And I was still coming to them in love. Like I, I was coming to them in love, but I think there's just so many more ways to, to come to someone in love. And, and so I needed, you know, I needed some work there. 
So that's what I'm currently working on, but, but also with identifying pride in my life. And so sometimes now I'll evaluate, is that pride in my life or is that an actual need? Like I'm really trying to kind of sift through because, you know, as a woman, you try to be confident because I've always worked in kind of male dominated industries. And so I, I certainly want to assert myself, but not be prideful about it. So, and I think, I think working on the fruits of the spirit has really brought just a lot of things to light um, because it also discusses peace. And I know one of the women in my Bible study group said peace was the one, you know, that she felt most comfortable with ahead of time before we covered it. And then she was like, man, peace was more than I even thought it was going to be. But I said, interesting on the ones we picked, when you came to church, when someone invited you to church or when you went to church and started going to a church that you really identified with, that fruit of the spirit, was that one of your things that you felt was exhibited to you? Because, because for me, it was. And so I started asking the women around my Bible study group, and I said, just pick two things. If you were to pick two things that people did that really made you want to stay and be a part of that body of Christ, that particular where they worship. And so as we were picking them, I think that some of the women were like, that was one for me. That was one for me. So it was just interesting to think that they were drawn to a fruit of the spirit yeah. that they want to hone. Right. And I think, obviously, you can tell that she's very excited and, and she gets into her studies and things, which is, of course, wonderful. But I know that the discussions that we had in coming home. Yeah, I failed things. men's group, by the way. <laughs> yeah. I, I wasn't right. that yeah. in-depth and deep and excited. Well, and I think it's one of those things, though, that that it's also not broke down in the Bible like that. Right. Do you know what I mean? That's like the time it's spoken about the fruits of the Spirit. So then I think, like we've talked about before, is you read that and you take it in to say these are the things that you need in your life. And you kind of can. You can kind of check the check on it and say, yeah. I think That's I'm just okay a surface here. of each one. Exactly. But. And that was one of the things that I realized in talking to her. Part of it was her realizing that when she started it, that it was basically scratching the surface on any of them. But then to realize some of the things that biblically going back and having those examples, that it opens up more doors for everything of of these fruits of the spirit, you know? So mm-hmm. I think that that again, it, and, and who you surround yourself with is so important mm-hmm. because, you know, like, honestly, if, if the pastor hadn't preached that, I, I probably, I may have never known that it was a fruit, you know, actual, actually biblical, let alone that then it's going to spark on, you know, Hey, we don't really know a lot about the fruits of the spirit. What if we check on this? To, you, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, just that chain reaction, of course, that, that, that God put out there for, you know, for us to hear, you know, in this small town in, yeah. in Missouri kind of thing of, but now it's encompassed so many now it's branched off so many times that little, that little pebble has so many ripples that are still continuing on because it's gotten me wanting to learn more about the fruits and where, you know, not just the song. Yeah. Not just the song <laughs> that I still can't do because it's too fast, but you know, it's still, um, but I think it does. I think it, it, that it goes through and to make you realize that 
how often are we? How often are we just going through, reading it, and instead of trying to actually study it, just scratching the surface on these things? Uh, on the whole Bible? Not yeah. just the... Right. Just yeah, like we're just yeah, scratching the surface and then... Yeah. I feel like for Fruits of the Spirit, for each fruit, we went Old Testament, and then we went the Gospels, and then we picked somewhere in between... Um, usually Newer Testament for some of the examples, but some of them were Old Testament examples. So when Mike says it's not right in there, it's not easy access right in there, but it is 100% right in there. Right. Like once you start searching out, what examples do I have from the Bible that, that tell me about the fruit of the Spirit, love, Right. you know, the only one that you're not going to find kind of, Old Testament. Remember, I said we took a, a sample from God. We took a sample from Jesus, Jesus, and then a sample from whatever other stories we could glean that we could put together. And some of us came together and said, "What did you find? What did I find?" That sort yeah. of thing. But uh, self control was the only one where you know I'm I'm looking, looking, looking without without giving a whole lot of thought to it. I'm looking for my examples of self control from God and. I always do my research before I read the chapter because I don't want the chapter to influence my my time with my Bible, I guess. Mm-hmm. So as I, as I read the chapter, I'm like, I really don't feel like I have any examples for God. And I feel like I'm letting these women down. And the chapter starts off with, we don't have an example for God on self-control because God is light. God doesn't need self-control. And I'm like, oh, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> like, I'm not completely failing here. <laughs> but I was like, one side of me was like, thank you. And the other side of me was like, duh, Tisha. You know, <laughs> okay. Why would God, you know, why would God need self-control? But it was just, I was so focused on trying to make, you know, yeah. trying to bring light, shed light to, I didn't need to shed light on on God who is light. So, um, so I had to tell the women how long I spent trying to, you know, do that for them. What's your fruit, Mike? Oh, jeez. If uh, you're going to pick one, I mean, it, as know, of this recording, honestly, I would probably say, uh, would you like Tisha to pick yours for you? <laughs> I would say, Honestly, probably faithfulness. And I go a little bit deeper than the scratching the surface because obviously I can sit here and scratch the surface with. It's it's truly, and I'm not just trying to say this, but it is truly not an issue in my marriage. Right. Yeah. It, you know, sometimes with friends and not reaching out like I should and things, absolutely. But honestly, mostly with my with my relationship with Christ my faithfulness to that relationship. And, um, and I, I mean, and I pray multiple times a day, sometimes just me talking to him, sometimes for other, you know, other people, obviously sometimes for the dips that cut me off in traffic, just, I mean, but still, I know it's still not, I'm still not sitting down every day and just being in it, in his work, just yeah. trying to learn from his work. Yeah. Um, you know, if I have something coming up to where I'm teaching the, you know, the, the our, our small group lesson, then I'll be into it and things like that. But to just study it, to study it, unfortunately, I, I still haven't hit my stride in that. So that, that would be what I would say. What about you, Bob? What about Bob? What about Bob? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, 
I kind of found out tonight that uh, the hard one I got is joy. Cause really? I, yeah. Because I let stuff just suck the joy right out of me. You know, um, thing is, is, is when you fail one, you actually fail them all. Yeah. Because, you know, and, and me thinking back, reflecting on what uh, my wife told me tonight, because I asked her, I'm like, you know, what do you think? What do you think? Which fruit do you think I'm lacking on? And she goes, joy, because you let things just suck it right out of you and then you and then and then she says you just let it continue to fester in you and you don't pray about it and I, you know and and she's right because if if i get aggravated or if i get angry then i just let it fester inside me because i try to fix it myself and and she's got to you know when she calls she's like well have you prayed about it and i'm like well no <laughs> i have not yeah. <laughs> you know so you know Pretty much. Stop talking sense to me, woman. Right. <laughs> Stop doing that. But no, every time. I mean, every time I want to talk to you. When I when I reflect back and you know and and I've been sitting here thinking about that, you know, when when I lose my joy, I lose my kindness. Mm-hmm. I lose my love for other people. Mm. I lose my gentleness because I get I get abrupt. I get harsh. You know, uh, I just I just lose the whole fruit. The whole when you when you lose one fruit, you lose them all. You know, and and I think the main fruit to me, honestly, which don't get me wrong, joy's right. But if you lose the love, you've definitely lost them all. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you know, you sitting there, you talking about the love part of it, which yes, but if you lose that love or you lose the joy, or you lose your patience, or you lose the kindness, you lose everything. You know, and and now that I've noticed all this, now I've got to start reflecting back and be like, and I need to put that first and foremost on my mind that not to let the joy get sucked out of my life. Right. And it happens quite frequently, you know. And, I mean, honestly, I've been in a funk for the last two days. And I don't know, I don't know what it is, but I'm pretty much it's it's took the joy completely out of me. So I mean, and that's where I'm at right now, you know. So you really got to be on guard because man, Satan will just dig his meat claws in you, and and he'll pull you out of wherever you're at. He'll he'll drag you backwards, and he'll just drag you back in that pit mm-hmm. where he wants you, you know. So, but yeah, yeah, I, I got to uh, the joy part of it. That's where I got to work on. You know, I got to not let things bother. And, and I thought I was doing good with it, you know, because I, I knew that I shouldn't let things get to me. And I, I have not tried to let anything do that, but it still happens. Mm-hmm. I get in that funk or I get in a pit or whatever you want to call it, a right. pity party, whatever you want to call it, right. mm-hmm. you know. All but of the above. Sometimes. All of the above, yeah. yeah. That's what I have. I have pity parties with for a table of one. Right. All the time. <laughs> right. And you know, and that's and, and the thing is, man, when you get in that pity party and you start thinking and, and you just absolutely that's all you think about, it just it it just drags you down so deep it's unreal. Yeah. Yeah. So deep it's unreal. But you know, now that she has put it out there, I'm like, man, I think back over the past several weeks. 
of instances that, yeah, I've let my joy just go gone. And I hate to say it, but it all ties into that shop. Yeah. Almost every time. It all comes right back to that shop. So, I mean, you know, I got to I gotta figure out what to do about that as far as as far as keeping my joy. Right. I gotta I gotta put some kind of I gotta put some kind of godly manner on it to be able to not lose my joy at that shop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So but that's where I'm at. I'm at the joy part of it, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the fruit I gotta work on. That's the fruit I need to that's the fruit I need to absolutely and I think once I get the because she she goes I'm like, well, what about the gentleness? What about the kindness? She goes, you're gentle to all them kids. You're nice. You're kind to people that come to your shop. If somebody needs something, you help them. I'm like, yeah, because that's just what needs to be done. She goes, well, you love on people all the time. I'm like, okay. She's like, you just let your joy get taken completely out of your life. And it's true. I do. You know, I allow, I allow my joy to get gone. And like I say, once that happens, then my gentleness goes away, my kindness goes away. It just all it just all goes away. But it's yeah. still and it's still not easy to hear. It's, no, it's still not easy to hear. That you know, yeah. well, especially it was from somebody you care about so much. But again, that you know, God put in your life, right? To be she's the person yeah. that knows you. Better, she's the one. Know? She's the one that beats me up all the time. <laughs> but the question is, I've heard, I've heard that before, and it's like, do you, is it a matter of loving yourself? So that you can love others? Does that make sense? Yeah. I think yeah. it depends on what it is. Yeah. I think it's a matter of allowing his love to flow into us yes. so we can love others. Mm-hmm. It's not a matter of who you love yourself or somebody around you. It flows from it. Like, that's the important thing to remember. These are the fruits of the Spirit. Yes. Not the fruits of ourselves. It right. all comes mm-hmm. from him, and I think that's where we kind of err. It's weird that you mentioned joy, because I didn't know how I was going to answer. And for some reason, before you started talking, joy just entered into my mind. Yeah. And I don't necessarily struggle with that. But, well, I didn't I, think I did either. Well, yeah, maybe I do. Maybe I do. And, you, do you and need to phone a friend? <laughs> maybe. But, you know, we've said a couple different times what I need to work on, or cultivate was a great word. Yeah. But I think it's so easy to fall into the era of, I'm doing it. Because I walked this road of trying to work on and create these fruits of myself, mm-hmm. thinking I was giving him control, but wasn't really. Mm-hmm. Right? And I failed miserably. And we'll always fail when we try to do it on our own. Uh, there is a, and this, for some reason, this quote's been on my heart a lot. I, I recently read a quote, it's from a Greek historian named Herodotus. And he once said that of all man's miseries, the bitterest is this to know so much and to have control over nothing. As people, we want to control everything, mm-hmm. but we don't control anything. He's in control. Ecclesiastes, 100% supports exactly what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. he's in control, and we've got to relinquish control to him when we're like, when joy is fading, and that flows into everything else, and everything else is fading Mm -hmm. too. It's not something that we can fix or that we can put a bandage on. It's something that we have to surrender control to him and acknowledge that fruit comes from him. And if it gets quenched, it's because we've, and I'm not saying this as a rebuke, because I've been guilty too, and I'm currently guilty of these things. We try to seize control from him. So when we see a fruit fading, it's because we try to take control of it for ourselves. We called it good. We gave him lip service and say, you're in control. We don't really treat him like he is. And I think it comes down to surrender. I think it comes down to surrendering to the Spirit and letting him flow those fruits into us. And to me, it's not accidental. It starts with love. Because to me, it all 
flows from love as a foundation. When you really analyze all of those fruits, every single one, when you scratch beneath the surface, as we've said, goes back to love at the foundation. All there's, of them. there's no, it's not by, it's not by default that love was first. No. Right. It is because love is necessary through, right. and I'm 100% with Carl. I think that, that absolutely do I believe that we have to love ourselves, yes. <clears throat> Nobody's going to buy into um, your love of the Lord if you're self-loathing and then you're saying, but I'm loved by a great God. You know, because you haven't fully bought in then. Nope. Because nope. your God loves you so much. My God loves me so much that when I fall short as being a human, when I'm trying to minister to whomever, children or women or even in our small groups, and and I'm going to fall short, it's it's God's word. It's it's God's words mm-hmm. and God in my life and the Holy Spirit guiding me that allows allows that love to pour out. It's just like a cup that flows over. Right. You know, there's not a lot of effort. If you feel drained at the end of your giving, then you probably don't have the door open all the way that's from what God right. can offer you. <laughs> yeah. And you know, that's what I was talking about. You know, my personal joy, whatever. I'm talking about God's joy flowing through mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When that disappears, which mm-hmm. I, I allow it to disappear here and lately, I've, had, I've allowed it to disappear a lot. You know, so, I mean, when, when his... When his joy disappears in my being, that means his love is gone, his patience is gone, his kindness is gone. It all just disappears. Every other candle gets snuffed out. Absolutely. Yeah, because it's just like a domino effect. I mean, when one falls, they all go. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's what we got to be guard on. You know, we got to guard our hearts from losing the Holy Spirit out of it. Mm-hmm. And we can push him out real easy, real quick. And it doesn't take but a split second to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, all it takes is one little incident and you allow that little incident or whatever it is to overtake your life and it pushes him right out of you. Yeah. Or pushes him to the side. It may not push him out, but it pushes him to the side, which that's still not good. No, I think there's a difference between having the Holy Spirit being filled with the Holy Spirit. And yes. I think we can, I'm just adding what you're saying. I think we can lose that filling yes. by grieving him. Because yeah. like the, the disciples, when when Jesus rose and he, he came to the disciples in a room they were gathered in, it says that he breathed on them. I think it's Matthew chapter 28. He breathed on them and they received the Holy Spirit. It was later in Acts chapter 2 that they were filled with the Holy Spirit. Right. So we see a distinction between those two things. Right. And I think what you're talking about is losing that filling because we grieved him. Mm-hmm. You know, because we, we, we allowed one candle to get snuffed out, which led to another candle getting snuffed out, and eventually we lost that feeling. We have to seek that back again by giving him control again. Exactly. Yeah. you gotta you got to humble yourself and surrender to him mm-hmm. yeah. to be able to get that back. And that, you know, and that's, I think that's where I'm at. I don't think I'm surrendering enough anymore like I used to. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm allowing, I'm allowing more of the world to pour in than I am allowing God to knock the world out. Yeah. Like a couple of weeks ago for me, <clears throat> I thought mine was love. Not because it was the easiest one. It was the first one, but because I didn't think I knew how to love right period. And so 
that's the one that I tried to work on. And I say tried because he let me know that I was better at it than what I thought I was. But the one that I needed or that he needed me to see was peace. Because I didn't have peace on of a lot of things. And and it's it, it was like one of those times where like I'm going through stuff and I'm going through stuff and then all of a sudden I'm like, okay, like obviously I'm like Jeff and my patience is really good. Like I'm good there. And <laughs> <laughs> um but I was I, I kept like the words, like when I'm reading it over and over and over again, like I get to peace and I'm like, do I really have peace? Like, I think I do, but I don't really, are, are you telling me that I need to have peace? And then all of a sudden it was like, aha, you need peace because there's a, a lot of chain of events that happened, small ones that I was like, oh, yeah, I I I don't have peace right. at all. Well, and it was like Bob was saying though. But then, have that, but then I don't affects. have that, right? And then it affects everything yeah. else. Yeah. The thing is, is, is we can get so busy and doing godly stuff that we lose godly peace. Right. Mm-hmm. See, I I love how it's called fruits of the spirit, though. But like my analogy when I was talking with a coworker about it, it was more like not spirit, but a flower and, and the mm-hmm. petals. And then, but if one, you let one get away, then it goes away and then it goes away and then everything else takes over and it just withers and dies. The whole thing does mm-hmm. if it's not pruned properly. Right. Yeah. And yeah, it, it's really hit me hard. <laughs> last couple of weeks too that yes it's all it's all connected mm-hmm. and it is all connected but <clears throat> the fruits of the spirit were also freely given to you mm-hmm. through the Holy Spirit so the nice thing is I mean we're kind of talking about how it's a domino effect and how how you can lose one and it's kind of like ding 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 the wall starts to fall down but I don't want people to walk away with the feeling that great if I feel like I don't have this one then I'm doomed because my whole wall's going to shatter because I think that you can pray about and focus on a fruit of the spirit if that's your weak link for example right right now that you feel like in your life it's okay to to pray about that it's okay to read scripture on that it's okay to talk to people about that and be working on that because also as you build up one fruit you are essentially building up the other fruits as you research about one fruit when mike says that i'm so excited it's because you spend time in this scripture and it is just coming alive it is just so alive and so exciting for me that I can't help but share that, mm-hmm. which is the joy that Bob's talking about. It's not my joy. It's truly God's joy. I just happen to be the vessel that's sharing it, you know, right. yeah. but I love it because it feels like my joy, my personal joy, you know, but so, it, it is your personal joy yeah. because his joy is my, becomes yeah. your joy. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, that's, and that, that's what he wants. Yeah. You know, it's the same thing is, is. His thoughts should become our thoughts. You know, his heart should become our heart. So, I mean, same difference. His joy will end up being your joy as long as you're allowing him to 
funnel through you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we need to properly understand what joy is biblically. It's not happiness. Yes, correct. It's not the way the world defines happiness. Correct. And smile about everything, even yes. when everything's terrible. Absolutely. Jeremiah had the same spirit we had, or we have, and he had to watch the fall of Jerusalem. I'm sure he wasn't happy about that. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So it's, it's not necessarily having a happy-go-lucky attitude about maybe calamity or, or affliction that you have to see in those around you. But there's a difference between biblical joy, which is more akin to, a, you know, Peace, you yes. know what I mean, mm-hmm. than it is with worldly happiness. Right. I just want to absolutely, clarify. absolutely. I agree yeah. a thousand percent. Not so silent, Ron. You got anything to add? You I, got one? Mine's, I yeah, mine's patience. I know it <laughs> because when my patience gets pushed to the limit, I lose <clears throat> self control. Sometimes I lose my gentleness for sure. My mouth don't know how to be quiet. <laughs> Amen. Uh, I've been there. You know, I'm not very kind. Yeah. So, you know, like y'all were saying, you know, you lose one, they kind of drop, and then you got to stop and refocus, you know, what are you really mad at? Mm-hmm. Who are you really mad at? Why are you really mad about it? And then reevaluate the whole thing and then try to get it all back. Right. And sometimes that's in within the span of five minutes. Right. I mean, that whole process. Right. Five minutes? Yeah. Sometimes that's going to spend like 30 seconds. Yeah. It only takes like not even a half a second to lose it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. And then yeah. you've already blown up and made a total mm-hmm. jerk of yourself in front of somebody or something like that. Or and two then, or whatever, And then you yeah. feel real bad about it. And then it hits you. It's like, man, I handled that totally wrong. Mm-hmm. And then I have, and then I go back. And I apologize, and I tell them what's going on. It's the impatient part in me, you know, because when somebody tells me they're going to do something or I have a plan to do something and it doesn't go right or something like that or somebody don't call me or something like that and say, hey, look, plans have changed, but yet I don't know that and my plans ain't changed. Well, that gets me all worked up. So, and... And then I just got to stop, reevaluate everything all over, and say, like I said, what are you really mad at? Is it really worth being mad about? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, are you uh, are you doing the godly thing here? And then I got to sit there and just ask for help mm-hmm. and forgiveness and start all over again and just move on. But yeah, once my patience hits the point of where I can't control it, I lose it all. And I had to start all over. And it stinks. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I catch myself. It's just sometimes a little too late. Yep. Sitting there, done that. Mm-hmm. But my patience is... Because I like to go, go, go. And I like everything in order. And I like... And if one little thing goes out of order... Maybe it's self-control. Mm. Well, it's all in there. I just told you. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's all in there. Yep. <laughs> You're not alone, brother. There's patience with some people and self-control for myself. Yeah. I but, mean, that's why it's called self-control. <laughs> See, I'm testing your patience right now. I'm trying to be very kind. Signing off. I think he wants to talk to you off air. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. And I never even, until Cole talked about the fruits of the Spirit, whenever it was, I, well, I didn't know nothing about them. 
And then he talked about them. I was like, great. <laughs> <laughs> now I got seven more things I got to worry about. <laughs> so, but like y'all were saying, I think if I can get the, uh, I'm working on the love side a lot. You know, even though if I feel like I'm being wronged, you know, not going sour with them, but still seeing the love side of it because I don't know their circumstances. You know, instead of just saying, poor little Ron, who knows what they're going through. So I'm trying to keep that love aspect so all the others just don't fall apart on me. Mm-hmm. You know, my, me and my wife, we were somewhere, I can't remember where it was, and I got upset. She got upset. And something was said, and I was like, well, got to love them, Karen. <laughs> got to love them. If you love them, we're going to lose everything. If we don't love them, we're going to lose everything. So, you know, just got to love them. You don't know what they're going through, so you just got to love them. Then yeah. maybe it'll change on their side, and it'll all just come full circle again. So, but, yeah, that's where I'm at. And it's hard every day. Oh, yeah. Absolutely it is. Because mm-hmm. I don't know nowhere near as much as y'all. Well, I don't Still know. Still working on I have a final thought. My final thought's just for you. <laughs> Thanks a lot. <laughs> Speaking of. You're going to single me out on that one. <laughs> Let's pull the needle off the record. Did, did, we, get, did we get Carl's? Oh, I added Carl. enough. I said enough. He said joy, I thought. No, he was. I, I didn't mean, say joy entered into my heart. He just yeah. added on. Yeah. If I was going to give my answer, yeah, I like. Sorry. No, you're yeah. good. I, I Bully. Was, I was good with Peter. <laughs> I, I talk enough as it is. No, I no. I, I honestly thought you. I'm not giving a justification. I'm just <laughs> going to say I'm sorry. No, there's nothing to apologize for. I don't know if I can point to a single one. I think if there's one thing that we've kind of learned here, the running theme is even when you point to a single fruit of the spirit that you struggle with it's always directly linked with other ones that get diminished as well. And I think it's important to remember, Paul's not necessarily describing a list of things that you have to do this, 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 and this, and if you don't do this, then you're failing. I think what he's describing is a, a, a picture of our walk with him, of our walk with the Spirit. When we're walking in alignment with the Spirit, these are the things you'll start seeing, you know, exhibiting from that walk, right? And if, you're, if, you, if, you, if you step out of alignment, he didn't move, we did. If we're not in alignment with him anymore, it's because we shifted. Right. And when you shift out of alignment, you may see joy or patience or love or, or peace suffer first. But you're going to see all of those fruits suffer because you're not in alignment with the spirit that exhibits those fruits in you. Mm-hmm. So I think it's just important that it, it, it's not that, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm struggling in this one fruit, so I need to fix that. That's not really the issue. I think that distracts from the real issue is that we're not in alignment with the Spirit. And we need to get back in alignment with Him so that all of the fruit begins blossoming like a shit. Right. Yes. Yeah. So, Absolutely. me personally, I couldn't point to one. I, you know, there's several I struggle with. Because I know I'm not walking in perfect alignment with Him like I should be. You know, yeah, I, I, I struggle with joy too. I've had an anger problem my whole life. So, I struggle with patience. And that leads to a lack of self control with these outbursts of wrath. And, my kindness because I don't treat people the way I should because I'm mad because my patience yeah, suffers mm-hmm. it's all linked like, you know what I'm saying so I can't really point to a, a, a single one it's, it's, it's a character flaw yep. in myself that causes all of these things to, to suffer because I'm trying to take control over my own life and walk my own way and it's never worked out well for me mm-hmm. it's never worked out well for me when I try to do things my own way even when I do it in his name I think I'm 
great, grand, and righteous because I do a few outward things well. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it mm-hmm. never works out well in the fullness of it until you give control back to him. So to me, if I was going to point to an issue, it would be control. It would be the control issue because I think that I think that's the one thing that links all of these fruits of the Spirit together is our willingness to give Him control over everything. And if I'm being honest, I'm not real good at that yet. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm still struggling ah, with that. Aren't we all? Mm-hmm. Well, thanks a lot, Carl. <laughs> I just been, I'm obviously not real good at it either. We spent several yeah. weeks on it. Yeah. 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 Thanks a lot, Carl. No, I, I love it, though, because yeah. Carl's going to lead right into my final point. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's beautiful. I, I'm quietly clapping for him. Because I'm like, drive home my point, Carl. <laughs> so you want to lead us with your, your final thought? I part? will. Your final thought would be my final thought. No, 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 no. no you, you come up with your own. <laughs> Don't cheat off my homework. <laughs> oh, let me see if I can find it now. So it was funny because I didn't know our verse. But what stood out to me from covering the fruits of the Spirit was, since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit, Galatians 5.25. And I feel like that just really summarizes how I feel about the fruits of the Spirit, even though Carl took my thunder. No, I love it it because that's how God works. Um, What was on my heart was also on his heart, which was probably also on your heart, which is why we're doing this podcast. I just love it. I love it so much the way God works, but um, it's exciting, isn't it? <laughs> it's very exciting. So that's that's my final thought, Mike. Well, I came up with one that evidently the Bible beat me to. No. <laughs> um, with what we've talked about, obviously. So First Corinthians thirteen thirteen. So now faith, hope, and love abide. These three, but the greatest of these is love. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just surmises everything I mean it just trumps it so yeah you don't have anything (laughs) so you agree with Mike I agree with Tish (laughs) (laughs) cause it's my birthday Uh, (laughs) Carl revoked I won't skip you this time oh thank you I just you Tish mentioned the Hebrew concept of love earlier man I love love that. It sounds weird. I love the Hebrew concept of love. And I just want to elaborate on that briefly, that in, in Hebrew, what you're referencing there is the Hebrew word ahaba is what it is in Hebrew. And to get to the meaning of a word, we typically go to a three-consonant root. And the root of ahaba is ahab. And it, without getting too into the weeds, it literally means I give. It literally means I give. It's not something you feel or an emotion or a lust. It's what you do. And as you referenced earlier, Tish, he freely gives it to us on the condition that we freely share it with those around us. And the Mm -hmm. quickest way you will snuff out the fruits of the Spirit is by greedily gobbling up his love for yourself and refusing to give it to those around you. So I think one of the most important things you can do when cultivating the fruits of the Spirit is to share the love he freely gives you with everyone around you without precondition. That's my final thought. Why do we always follow Carl, Ron? I'm not. I'm just going to agree with Carl. (laughs) (laughs) I think what? Take it away, Ron. (laughs) Well, mine really doesn't have 
about Fruits of the Spirit, but the last couple of weeks, over and over, I've heard, like, it's the Bible knowledge versus the Bible doing, like we've talked about, like Ron talked about tonight, or you mentioned tonight, right? And I heard something, and I really liked it. And it was, most of the time, the Gospels and the Bible is caught, not necessarily taught. Because you, it's like the fishing nets, right? Like, you get caught up. Like, you, it, it grabs your attention. Just because I go to school and I get taught things doesn't mean that I really know it. But if I get tangled up and wrapped up in it, then I'm caught. And that's where he wants us to be. That's pretty deep. That was awesome. <laughs> that was pretty deep. <laughs> that, that supports the go and be fishers of men. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm glad I didn't follow you. <laughs> <laughs> now you're just saying that. <laughs> Whoa. Um, join us on our Facebook group, Broken Record Ministries. Comment, like, share with your friends. Um, give us some episode topics if you have any personal things that you want to go long form about email us at brokenrecordministries at gmail.com and until next time Broken Record Ministry catch you on the flip side